0: Hello Patriots, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. You can go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support. The support does help keep the podcast going. Don't forget listener feedback, you can always write comments or leave questions. And as always, if you like the YouTube videos, hit like and share. Alright, today's topic is important books to have. Now, you probably in the back of your mind already have a list of ideas of what books you need on hand as a prepper or a survivalist. This is my perspective of key books that you should have on hand. Obviously, as with everything that I talk about, add to or take away depending upon your personal circumstances or preferences. This is not a golden list. This is just a good list for resources maybe, I'm gonna mention a book you've never heard of, you wanna look into it. I promise you, you'll wanna buy it once you research it. They're very valuable. If you have a book that you think needs to be added to this list, please add them in the comments. All right, keeping in mind, this is from my perspective. First book, most important book you'll ever have is the Holy Bible. If you're not religious, considering the days and time you're living in right now and the way the world's going you might want to get that way just my opinion all right next book there is a book that we have in our important little library called prescription for herbal healing by phyllis balk b-a-l-c-h that book is an herbal bible if you will it breaks down almost every common herb you can find what it's used to treat, and how to make it. Do you make it in a tea form, in a pill form, so on so on, or do you use to add more of that to your food? It's an amazing book, packed full of information. I highly recommend that book. I bought it years ago. I think I gave 30 for it back then. I have no idea what it costs now, but it's Prescription for Herbal Healing by Phyllis Balk. B-A-L-C-H is her last name. Now, at the end of this podcast, I will go back and read these books again. So if, you, if you're if you trying to write these down and I'm going too fast, don't worry. Obviously, you can re-listen to the podcast. But at the very end of this podcast, I will go back and rename every one of these books. Next book on the hit list, the LDS Preparedness Manual. And yes, LDS stands for Latter-day Saints. You can order this book. We did. We've had it for years, and it is packed full of useful information from food calculators to food storage and if you don't know what a food calculator is it tells you how many people are in your family is how many pounds of beans how many pounds of rice how much sugar so on so on and I think it does it on a yearly scale not a monthly scale but there's just tons of resources in this book you will definitely definitely want that book and the reason why I'm going over books I mean let's face the facts knowledge is power it truly is. If the grid goes down, scenario where power is out or the internet is down, knowledge will come from books. There are certain books that are must have. So, if you can go back to a little house on the prairie long before internet, long before electricity, everybody learned what they needed to learn either from hand down teachings or from books. And that's the reason why I'm very, very animate about books. I have no faith in the power grid it goes down too easy and I have no faith in the internet being the one source for be all truth so of course research and do accordingly all right back to the list obviously you're going to want some cookbooks now I know some amazing cooks my wife is one of them and she must have about a two dozen different cookbooks there is no way she has every recipe memorized If you have two dozen cookbooks and you've memorized every single recipe, I'd love to shake your hand. Cookbooks are valuable. Make sure that you have the food that y'all eat. Just cookbooks. Everybody loves to eat. Everybody has to eat. So cookbook to me is a very valuable book. Next thing you want to have, your prepper passport. For those of you who don't know what that is, go back through my podcast, there's an episode called Prepper Passports t- tells you exactly what it is and how to make them. Uh, you're going to want that. And, of course, all these books, I think, should be kept in a very localized area in your home. Back to the thing about having to bug out, you know, if there's a wildfire a tornado or whatever, and you need to get out and get to safety, these are things that you would probably want to have with you. Definitely your Prepper Passport would go with you. Next on the list are the SAS Survival Guides. I think there's five total. I own three of them. The first one, the second one, I think somewhere I have the defensive driving one, I don't remember. But the SAS British Survival Guides are amazing books. If you can still find those, I'm sure they're still being published. Please buy those, add those to your library. You won't regret it. Next. If you're a hunter or a fisherman or maybe you're a hobby farm and you've got goats chickens rabbits whatever it is you raise on your farm you will want books on butchering that type of animal now I know there are people out there that are too squeamish to butcher their own their own game I get that and I'm, I'm not knocking you if you can't stand the sight of blood that's okay but if something goes wrong and you know have access to the person that butchered your meat for you and you have to do it yourself. If you're not going to take a time to learn how to do it from like a class or a butcher that knows and have him teach you, then at least have the books. I'd be willing to bet when you get hungry enough, you'll figure it out. The next thing on the list, I would highly recommend that you keep owner's manuals and repair manuals. Uh, made a reference the other day in a podcast to my generator. I still have the owner's manual, which has got some pretty good information in it. I also have a repair manual for that generator, and I also took a small engine repair course at the local VOTAC. Now, that doesn't make me brilliant by any means, except it makes me prepared. So owner's manuals and repair manuals for whatever you can think of around your house, from generators to lawnmowers, weed eaters... You name it, there's just, they're invaluable. They're great resources of information on what to do in case of what if. And let's just face it, things aren't built like they used to be. So the what if is probably actually gonna happen. Next on the list for all you shooters out there, reloading manuals. If you're not into reloading, believe it or not, it's not that bad of a thing to get into. I love reloading. For me, it's very relaxing. I enjoy reloading ammunition. Uh, if you're financially set to where you can invest in the reloading equipment, and of course, I'm sure if you're a shooter, you understand right now how hard it is to find ammunition. So finding its components might be easier, and then you can build your own ammunition. It's really not that hard. Once you get past the, the scary technical part of it, it goes pretty quick. Next on the list, I would highly recommend that you invest in some do-it-yourself books. Home Depot used to have a series of do-it-yourself books, like they had one book on wiring, electrical wiring. Now it wouldn't by any means make you an electrician, but it helped you fix your own stuff around your house. They had one on roofing, flooring, plumbing, you name it. -it Do-it-yourself books. I have an entire library full on different topics. The ones I just mentioned, plus how to build barns and sheds, woodworking projects out of pallets. There's plenty of useful information in there, and it's not just a pretty, pretty crap that you would do for arts and craft shows, I'm talking about building furniture. There's uh, amazing stuff that you can do from a book. Next on the list, something as simple as notebooks, pens and pencils. There are going to be things that you're going to want to write down. Maybe with reloading, you want to write down the recipe for all the calibers of ammunition that you shoot and reload. If you're gardeners, maybe you're going to keep an inventory of the seeds you have, or maybe sketch out how you want next year's garden. Maybe you can make it bigger, or you can companion plant. Pen and paper, I think, is just as valuable as anything else I've listed in here. An idea forgotten, well, that's kind of a bad thing. That's a waste an idea that you write down and becomes useless later on, at least you had the chance to research it on your own, do your own homework, and decide, okay, no biggie, it was a sheet of paper. Books on trapping and fishing. And by trapping, I am talking about animal snares and spring-loaded traps. That's another way of putting food on the table. It's another valuable resource. It's, It's a knowledge set that you would have that would help you in grid down situations. Now, not all grid down situations are gonna afford you to stop and set up snares and traps, back to the wildfire thing. I mean, you're not gonna stop in the middle of a wildfire and try to catch a rabbit. Let's be realistic here. But the knowledge of having it for when you get to where you're going, if the truck stopped running and whatever food you had is starting to get low and it's time to learn how to hunt, fish, trap, grow a garden, whatever it is you're doing, Those books will be amazing sources of information for you. Once again, worst case scenario, the internet goes down and you no longer can Google search something or YouTube something. The books are going to be where your knowledge comes from. Last but not least, any and all self-improvement books pertaining to your situation. Let's say that you're high strung, you're stressed out a lot. Maybe somebody gave you a book on meditation. Now, don't laugh too much at this, because if it's self-help and it helps you, there's no shame in it. And meditation, as far as I'm concerned, is not something to be ashamed of anyways. I used to meditate all the time. There's, in meditation books, is just one example of a self-help book. There's, there's tons. Maybe you're trying to lose weight, and you've got a book that tells you eat this, not that, and it's helping out. Books on dealing with stress. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If it is a book that you read and it improves your life in any way, you should have that book handy. You should have it and any other resource like it at your disposal. Keep in mind, I can't preach this near enough. If the power grid goes down, your information superhighway is done. So definitely have some books on hand. Other books that I would like to mention I think would be very valuable if you're a ham radio operator, which I'm working on getting my license. You're going to want that pen and paper so you can write down the frequencies and the times that you get to talk to people and where they're from. This is how you'll get to network. And you can keep information moving back and forth. You can check on the weather. You can check on political problems. Or just break the silence and have somebody to chat with. Books on... Ham radios and their technical aspects would be another great book to have on hand. Or books, I should say, plural, not singular. Once again, this list is not totally inclusive. You have to add to or take away from considering your circumstances, what your lifestyle is, what your plans are for the future for example one of my plans i plan on getting my ham license i am not allowed to talk on a ham radio i have one but i'm not legally allowed to talk on it yet so i need to get off my ass and get busy with this so that way i can start networking now in the event of a grid going down i can already have some resources and some contacts and already have a network going and that way you get the no bs assessment of what's going on in other parts of the country or maybe even the world After you get through with this list, sit down and think about other books that would help you out. Not just the ones I read, but what other books might be of interest to you? What other books would help you and your family in a grid down situation? Whatever it is, if you think it'll be useful, write that book down. Then research it out, find the one that you think is best or two or three or however many you need to buy, buy those books, have them on hand. And by all means, if you have a book, there's no point in not breaking one open and starting to read it. All right, I'm going to go through this list one more time, and then I'm going to get off here and let you get back to your day. The list was the Holy Bible, Prescriptions for Herbal Healing by Phyllis Balk, LDS Preparedness Manual, and Latter-day Saints Preparedness Manual. That's what the LDS stands for. Cookbooks. Prepper passport, SAS survival guides, books on butchering game and fish, owner manuals and repair manuals, reloading books, if you're an avid shooter, reloading books, do-it-yourself books concerning wiring, roofing, flooring, any kind of home repair or home improvement, notebooks and pens books on trapping and fishing and any and all self-improvement pertaining to your situation. Get your list going, pick out what it is that you're wanting to do, what, what areas you want to study, and man get your library going. Nothing's stopping you. Now's the time to do it. Thanks for listening. As always, stay safe and God bless.